0: To the Purple Rock Survivor
1: Podcast, the worst armchair podcast in Survivor history. I decided to keep that tagline for a bit. I'm John. My co-host is Andy, and today we're doing episode 11 of Survivor: Heroes, Healers, Hustlers. And after the highs of last week, we were all in. We were all excited. So much happened, and there was there was potential there. We had people doing things that might not have been dumb this week. We got reminded that most of these people are just really, really bad at Survivor. You know, they might have succeeded once, but that doesn't mean they somehow learned the game in the span of three days. And I want to say something before we get into all the criticisms that we're going to make about these players, and there are going to be so many, many criticisms tonight, I'm sure. Two things. One, there will probably be some uncensored language in this podcast Apologies in advance. We're just going to be too lazy to edit it out this week. Opinions are running hot. Not going to bother censoring everything that's going to come out. Um, maybe listen later if you can't hear that stuff right now. And two, I want to clarify, I actually enjoyed the chaos in this episode. They were dumb, but they were entertaining in their stupidity, which is more than I can say for a lot of episodes this season. But there was one dum dum that ruled them all. And Andy, who was that dummy?
0: Yeah, before I get into that, I actually am going to do something on the podcast that long time viewers may be shocked by. They uh, might not expect this from me. It's not something that uh, comes very often, but I want to apologize to our listeners. And m- oh. more specifically, I want to apologize to them for being wrong.
1: Oh my goodness. Oh, this is, this is going to come as a shock to so many people. I'm glad I was sitting down when I heard this.
0: I want to apologize for being wrong last week when I ever suggested that I was wrong about Lauren. I was so wrong to ever suggest that I could have been wrong because my initial read on her and was fine, was good. And then I decided to do the nice thing. I decided to throw some bones because I was so thirsty for good gameplay that I, like, did a mea culpa and all like, Oh, no, Lauren's great. And obviously, I was wrong. No, I wasn't wrong. And I'm never gonna say that I was wrong again, because that was a mistake.
1: See, and I was so excited to talk about this episode with you because you are a true Lauren fan, as we learned last week. And, you know, I have, of course, always been Team Devin. And why would I not be? But you were all in on Lauren last week. And so that this episode must have been quite a wild ride for you.
0: Yeah, so what this episode did is it brings me back to my original opinions. my The original questions I was asking about Lorne at the beginning of the season when everybody was all, Ha 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 ha, it's so fun how she hates everyone. Ooh, her eye rolls are so epic. And the question that I posed then, that I refuted last week through a sheer amount of idiocy that's never going to happen again, is... What if Lauren sucks though? That's what I was asking then. And we have the answer. Lauren sucks though.
1: Well, let's, let's break down the wild ride that you got to experience on the Lauren bandwagon because <laughs> a we started off last week and you're, you're on a high as the number one Lauren fan on this podcast. Um, she pulls off this dominant position despite being in a minority alliance. And this episode, she makes fun of the prospect of using a fake idol and how pointless it is,
0: which is so speak in my language. Oh, my
1: God. That's what I'm saying. So at this point, your esteem for Lauren, you've got to figure it can't go any higher, right? But then she manages to get an idol to add to her double vote advantage. And I figure you, Lauren fan that you are, are just over the moon right now, right?
0: All right. So that moment, it was a pretty <laughs> mixed bag when things started to turn. Because it's well, hang on. No, no. Let's let, let's do this piece that that piece right now, and then we'll get to that. Okay. Because as she's doing it, I'm like, "Why are you telling everybody?" And like, "Why well, just just keep your mouth shut? Just keep it to yourself." But because I had already established that, you no, know, she's obviously good at this. I started to explain it. You know that and this is what fans do, and I think it's important for me to say this, so that I so you all know I am not immune from it, it's just I'm able to overcome it, which is everybody tries to explain things away for their faiths, and anybody who's still doing that for Lord at this late a date, if you were doing it last night, okay, fine, passions run hot. It's cute that people like people in that way, but this is Friday that you're listening to this, if you're still doing it now. Give your head a shake. But at the time, I'm like, well, it's probably more important to Lauren that the other people, the people that are on the reward, don't get the idol than it is that she gets it. So that's how I started explaining to her, until I realized she actually already had it. Like, I thought she just found the, the clue. So it's like, okay, well, let's go look for it together. We only have a set amount of time. So as long as one of us three find it, we're good. But no, she already had half of it, plus the clue that, you know, she just has to grab it at the challenge. So you don't need to tell anybody that. So then you start doing the thing. It's like, well, then she needs people's help at the challenge. And of course, it turned out, no, not at all. So, yeah, maybe just keep that to yourself, Lauren.
1: Yeah, it can't be overstated how easy it was to get the rest of that idol. It was not like they made it a super public thing that you'd have to do. The rock was a foot away from the base of her truck. She could have bent over to tie her shoe and picked it up. There was no need for, like, sleight of hand at
0: all. Yeah, and it was a shell, not a rock. But, yeah, your point stands. And, look, sure. to be fair to her, she does not know that it would be so ridiculously easy as to the point of pointlessness. Um But, you also, like, she found it so easily. Just don't tell people. Especially not if you're about to do the next thing she does.
1: Well... I don't think at that point necessarily knew that that was what she was going to do. But then she does find out that Ben is plotting against her.
0: Because she was plotting against him, which is a continuation of the thing she was doing last week.
1: I mean, sure, if you want to get technical. <laughs> but, but, you know, at, at this point, you're, you're still on the Lauren bandwagon. I'm sure you've justified the things she's done to get here. No, I was already got. No, 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 listen. I think she might have brought you back here because she finds out Ben's plotting against her from Devin. So now she has information. she has. Devin has given her this information. She has two advantages and she has the social connections to actually make this work. She can totally protect herself here and make her alliance come out on top and everything's going to be fine. She would have to work so extremely hard to screw this up, right?
0: Apparently not. It actually seems like it was really, really easy to screw it up. So easy you could almost call it Brainless. Yeah, you would think that it would be
1: almost impossible to fail in that situation. Because again, it's not like she's getting blindsided. She knows Ben is coming after her. She has an immunity idol. She has a double vote. She's got allies. All the things that should have kept her safe. And yet somehow she fucking manages to blow that and get voted out.
0: Yeah, I really think we need to underline this, uh you know, a few times, highlight, bold, the whole deal. Upon learning that she was a target in this vote, upon learning that people on the island were considering voting for her, and that Ben was throwing her name out, her move was to give away the thing that would prevent that from happening! And... She didn't even
1: give away the whole idol. What she did was give away half of the idol so that it was no longer an idol as a, as a sign of trust, which you don't even need Mike's trust necessarily at this point. Like you could get by without it. It's not that crucial.
0: It's not crucial at all. And this is the thing. Anybody defending this move, anybody saying, oh, she was making a social play. She was trying to lock up Mike's vote. She doesn't need his vote. She has an idol. That means that his vote doesn't freaking matter if it's for her. Everything she was trying to do with Mike could have been done by playing her idol. You don't need it after that point. In fact, what you could just do to Mike is say, well... You know, this idol that people are talking about that I have, we all know I have. I'm going to play it tonight. There, there, are. I bet that would lock down his vote. I bet then he wouldn't be like, well, I'm going to vote for it you anyway. around her neck. I mean, obviously she couldn't because it was in his goddamn pocket, but there's no defense for this. Let me ask you a question. And obviously survivor fans always have a lot of different answers. But if you were running a poll, what would be the majority pick? Among Survivor fans, for the dumbest move in Survivor history.
1: Probably pole position is still Eric giving up the immunity idol. Immunity necklace. I don't know that it should win, but that's right up.
0: Right, it's probably actually Wu, uh not picking Tony. But yes, I think yeah. most people, when asked that question, their instinctive reaction would be Eric Reichenbach giving up his idol. Explain to me how what Lauren did was not, at the very least, comparable.
1: Well, here's the fun part. It doesn't end there. Like, you can say, wow, what an idiot for getting rid of the idol when she knew she's a potential target. But it doesn't end there. Like, it's not that that is the sum total of her idiocy at the tribal council. Because then she announces to everyone left in the game, she left the double vote at camp. And then offers it up to anyone that wants it. I go, do you want it? Because I don't care. I don't need this double vote. And then... To make matters worse, if you read her exit interviews today, she actually had the fucking double vote with her and didn't use it. Did, there's never entered her mind. She
0: couldn't use it because she had to live the lie. And it's like, this is just like maybe the, like, uh, okay, Uh the extension of like, uh, I need to play under the radar. But the idea that you just can't like just make this power moves. And it's like, yeah, okay, you'd like the target not to be on you. That ship is out, they've already fucking sailed. It's out the door. You can't do anything about that. The target is on you. It's time to fucking play. It's time to show some aggression. And you do that by having an idol and playing an advantage. Not just throwing those things away. But as you say, those things add it. But let's subtract it. Let's just take away all the noise. Lauren, upon learning that she was the target for the vote gave away the thing that would prevent her from having a vote. She gave away immunity from a vote in which she was at danger. Which is exactly what Eric Reichenbach did, except I can argue that her move was dumber than what Eric Reichenbach did. Because at least Eric thought he was buying something by giving away his necklace. And I should note the difference is he thought he was buying something that he did not have. What Lauren was buying was an extra vote in order to secure an ally and majority in the game, which she would have had by sur- like surviving this vote and winning. Whereas Eric had no allies and he had several votes to go. So you know, you swing hard enough, you can think about what why he would do something, survive this vote in order to survive many others. All she has to do is survive this vote, then she's got. Four votes next week versus three people.
1: And, you know, as much as we crapped on Mike earlier in this season for just doing way too much and doing so many things that just didn't make sense, played an idol on himself when he didn't need to. At least he played the idol on himself. He wanted to guarantee he'd make the next Tribal Council. He did. I mean, he did it incorrectly, but at least he did it.
0: Yeah, I had the same thought, or at least uh, I also thought of Mike and that this is kind of like the opposite in how, you know, we went after him because everything he did was just too much, and it all seemed to contradict each other, whereas Lauren did nothing, and it all uh, worked together to remove herself from the game in a situation where that never should have happened. The worst case scenario for Lauren coming out of this would have been that she loses an ally. Because they realize they can't vote for her, or that they do vote for her, and her idol cancels those votes out. And then Ben plays his idol, his votes are canceled out, and then in a re-vote, Devin gets voted out. That's the worst case scenario. And in that scenario, you're still in the fucking game.
1: Hey, here's another scenario. Exact same thing you just said, but Lauren has played her double vote, and with her second vote, she threw a random vote at, you know, Chrissy, Ryan, someone like that.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, that would have been the superior play. That would have been the move of somebody who was praised last week at the worst podcast in uh, all the Armchair Survivor podcasts. I just want the absence of complete stupidity. And that is, you hear that you're being targeted, you play an idol that's in your possession. You don't try to get cute. You don't try to do other things. You don't exchange your complete protection from elimination for one fucking vote. You don't – yeah, and a vote that you should not count on. There's no reason to, like, expect that level of trust from Mike. You just screwed him. You've screwed him multiple times in this game. And now you're like – (laughs) Crazy. Yeah, you got to be careful with the sex doctor. But now (laughs) you think I'm going to put my entire life in the hands of Mike. For why? For why? Why? What does that get you? to win this vote you win this vote by not being voted out of this vote
1: i love that we lowered the goals like we we dropped his, let's do the basketball analogy we dropped the goals to eight feet and they're still airballing
0: uh, and 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 i know there are people or person and i love you normally and it's adorable you're passionate about this but are trying to like put this on mike that he made the mistake here no man the mistake was the person who should have been immune that got voted out. That's the mistake. All right. Mike got rid of somebody who wasn't on his side. Obviously, his preference was Ben. But ultimately, what, uh, what happens for Mike when he leaves this tribal council is a person who wasn't on his side is gone. And so are all the idols and advantages.
1: Yeah. I, Mike's move as an idea, throwing the idol in the fire is actually not terrible. <laughs> I mean, the idea of doing it is totally fine. But as with all things, Mike, like just the execution was garbage. Even then, it wasn't as bad as what Lauren did, because like you said, he's going to come out of this fine. He got an idol out of the game. So now presumably it might come back into the game. And he makes it through this tribal council intact, which is all he needed to do, because it's not like he has some alliance left that he needs to protect
0: no i mean the chaos of things getting thrown about is the best thing for him now maybe he can come together with a configuration in which he is a necessary member not just this tag on like I, there's no defending what lauren did she knew she was a target and she gave away an idol the only difference through that and uh, eric is that it wasn't a necklace but you, you don't even like like what she thought is i am going to survive this with my superior play and then I get to play with these things longer. No, 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 no. You survived this. That's what you do. And frankly, if you survived this one, you're probably set up pretty well.
1: And the fun thing is that if it weren't for Ben having an idol, she would have survived. it still would have worked. In true Season 35 fashion, she would have failed upwards because her really dumb idea would have totally worked out with no consequences except for the fact that Ben had an idol.
0: Yeah, and then obviously this goes back to all the times they screwed up boat splits and it didn't matter and everything like that. And the constant, uh, fa- like constant, like, I'm actually happy she's gone because I am happy when absolute stupidity is punished. Because I like to believe, and this is maybe just naive, this is just a fantasy I live in. But I like to believe that things that we see, actions that are taken on this show that we enjoy matter at all and this season has shown and i'm hoping it's localized to the season nothing matters man this is like just nietzsche
1: the thing is and i should probably address this because i know this has been floating around on twitter and the internet and such could she have grabbed that rock from the fire probably yes like probst's first rule seems to just be hey make entertaining tv if she had fished that thing out from the fire somehow, using sticks, whatever she might had to, had to do, I bet he would have taken a flaming hot shell from her and been like, yeah, sure, that's immunity. That'll, that'll still count.
0: Here's the caveat to that. Mike didn't give it to her. She could have grabbed that shell and had this, and it's like... And Mike could have just been like, uh, Jeff? No, that was still mine. I'm throwing it out. That's not Lauren's to have. Because I want to clarify that for everybody. And again, instant reaction. I do... Empath- well, I sympathize. I actually have no empathy in this area. I sympathize with those that are reacting instantly, uh, the emotional reaction to things. Um She handed him an idol. That's his now. That's how it's been always. And I know you guys are confused about what happened to our beloved Sari last season. That wasn't an idol. The thing said, this is non-transferable, which... I am pretty sure was a mistake on every party's matter that they did not mean to do that. And the evidence is out there uh, for anybody who wants to suggest that at least not, 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 not dead end conviction evidence, but enough to suggest that this is pretty strong theory in that Jeff was about to let it happen until Troy's hand spoke up. Um She gave it to him here, have this, that is a transference of idols, which means that it was now Mike's fucking shell and he can mm. do with it whatever he wants to and i could i could see a scenario where she pulls it out and jeff would be like yeah no that's amazing and you absolutely could play this except that it's not yours anymore
1: okay counterpoint here that was just a shell the idol only exists when the two things are together she gave mike a shell yeah but she so- that's
0: she gave him half an idol, which is the same thing as having no idol. So what she did was basically she destroyed her idol. If you like yes. rip your dollar bill in like, I don't know, I don't know the exact, name. let's say, let's say 60% of it off. You fucked up. You don't have a dollar bill anymore. And it's not up to that other person. And also, I'm not quite sure what a dollar bill is, but, uh, <laughs> it's not up to that other person to give you that 60% back. You two, both of you just have this hunkered, broken, uh, bones of an idol.
1: I still think. If she has the wherewithal to pull it out, Jeff is all in.
0: Oh no, he would be all in. But if Mike would have been like, no, 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 man, no, no, I did not give that to her, then it would have just been like Siri. Oh yeah, I guess so.
1: And again, with the counterpoint, really, Mike's gonna do that? You've seen Mike play this game, right? He's
0: been dreaming about it for 15 years. This is the moment he's been waiting for for three years before idols existed. Come on, man, he'd be on this.
1: Idols came to Mike in a dream one night after watching like season, what would have been like season four of Survivor. That's right. Cool. He was watching Boston Robin and Marquesas and he was like, Oh man, someday.
0: Uh, so, yeah, no, but yeah, I think the point you were getting to largely is even if it had worked out for her, it doesn't mean that it's not stupid. And, yes. you know, you were saying that you enjoyed this because, yeah, it, it was uh, an entertaining level of idiocy. I am not there because that's not who I am. And this goes down to the core mantra of who I am is that watching stupid people flail around and somehow succeed because somebody has to is not a good time for me. For me, this season, with the brief respite of last week, which I horribly overrated, and that's just not process. That was, like, ultimately what Lauren did last week was like, hey, uh, let's form a Final Four. Fucking brilliant! I'm so glad that I gave you guys all that satisfaction of praising her when she sucks. But what this season has been for me is two Div 3 NCAA basketball teams Playing against each other when both of them were paid to shave points. Because that's the level of incompetency I'm seeing. It's, they're, they're, they're throwing the ball to the other team. Mike is out there being Nick Young celebrating, uh, you know, turn around, facing everybody when the shot clangs off the net. Lauren literally just turns the ball over. That's what we're seeing. Okay. Not, (laughs) I mean, figuratively because I'm making an analogy, but she handed over the idol and got voted out. If you've never defended Eric Reichenbach and you've never defended Brandon Hans, then don't you fucking dare defend what Lauren did this week. Please, I pray, pray of you.
1: I love that this is somehow Survivor Amateur Hour when we've seen so many – See, there's – every season is Survivor Amateur Hour unless it's a returnee season. And yet somehow these people manage to screw up more than almost any other cast they've ever had. I say almost because – Let's not get too hasty. There are still worse out there.
0: But the list of worst is getting smaller by the week. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I'm glad it mattered. I'm glad she's gone. Just as I wish Ben had gone home a couple weeks ago. I, I, I wish that people, I would be enjoying it more. And maybe that's, yeah, a, a, a point in favor of the season. If people suffered the consequences of their actions. I certainly liked that last week. But, um, so yeah. The dumb, One of the dumbest moves in the history of Survivor. But frankly, Lauren was still part of a big screw-up to get us to that point. And that's her and Ashley, who just could not wait to destroy the final four plans they made a mere two tribals ago. One tribal before it would have made, gotten the majority that they needed in order in which they could do this. Why the fuck could they not shut their goddamn mouths about Ben? I
1: love that they they had clearly established last week that they're totally cool with taking some major risks. And that's one of the things we praised him about last week. Good job. You saw the risks. You took it. Awesome. Why the fuck do you back down now? What was it that so worried you that you back down now that was too great a risk? Like, are you worried Ben's going to win every challenge, even though he hasn't come close to winning one yet? Like, what is it about Ben terrified you. You could take out anybody else that's not Ben and then suddenly, even if you're scared of Ben, Ben has nothing left he can do.
0: Nothing that they know about. Obviously, the caveat is he had an idol, but they don't know that. Sure. That's not their calculus. They weren't trying to blindside him now, so he doesn't know it and doesn't play his idol, Because <laughs> if they were. <laughs> no, that 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 obviously they didn't think he had an idol, or they would have fucking voted. They split a flip vote somehow. Lauren would still be in the game, so everything happened that I didn't. Yeah, one point, Lauren's brilliant stroke, bring her back, she's an amazing survivor, was, I'm going to form a Final Four with Devin, Ben, Ashley. In that order, that was the order she picked her reward partners. Ben is her top three choice for this challenge and then all of a sudden it's like oh god oh god oh god we got to get him out as soon as we can before we even have a majority once he's gone we need to just toss this whole thing aside caution to the wind there's no re-. and i do want to know they hadn't made that decision yet they were having another conversation but when you had that conversation last week the end of that conversation would have been at final six no sooner than then we need to make sure the people that we're voting for have more votes than the people who are not voting for us this is i mean this, i guess is an extension of why a group of fucking idiots could never figure out a vote split is that they can't add votes
1: <laughs> maybe they were uh just trying to do what you've so often suggested and just figured they were gonna skate by on a plurality until they got to the end, i I
0: guess people have been up until this point, so there's that, but yeah, it's like and i I do want to make sure that everybody knows I'm not counting wrong. I'm counting Lauren's vote twice, so it was really one week, and to your point, Ben has not only not won a challenge, he has not done particularly well in a single individual challenge, so the idea that we got to get rid of him now because we'll never get the chance. Ashley and Lauren are winning more challenges than he is. Easily. So you'll, you'll have your shots. Also, we're, you're not there when he was just digging and digging and digging with Chrissy to begin the episode? What makes you think that this guy is the unstoppable jury threat that everybody keeps talking about?
1: Yes. Let's, let's go in on Ben now. Cause it, this is a good point to transition to talking about Ben because in this episode, we're hearing how, oh, we don't want to go to the end with Ben. He is the clear front runner. He's so amazing. He's got this military story, blah, blah, blah. Let's, let's review. We kind of touched on this last week too. Let's talk about how much of a threat to win Ben is. He's talked shit to Cole and Joe. And this episode, even when it was in Chrissy's best interest to work with him here, she still wouldn't do it because he burned the bridge that
0: badly. Yeah, and he did that out in the open. He was terrible at it. I don't know if he—I yeah, mean—he burned Ryan. I don't know if he's like been, you know, also, you know, kicking him while he's down as much as he was with Chrissy. But yeah, Ryan told him about the idol, and he used that to flip the game on him. You should be able to bury Ben, and if he is indeed the front runner, it's because all of you people are making him to be, and it shouldn't take much for you to shit talk him as much as you need to on his way out the door, Uh which. I'm fine. Fine. Don't take him to the end. Take out Mike or Chrissy this week and then take him out the next week. And if he wins immunity, great. The week after that, you'll have three shots at it before the final three. This is not the time. And I will say he's, I, it's, I don't see it. And I will say, <laughs> which I said twice, um, <laughs> he might win this season. I'm not ruling that out, but if, yep. if he is the unbeatable player out there, what does that say about you guys?
1: Yeah, if you can't poison the well against Ben, don't ever talk shit about how you've got a social game. Because it's all there. All you have to do is pour some water on it and let it grow. He is—he has done all the work for you to burn the bridges. Just remind people of those bridges he's burnt. If you can't do that, you don't deserve to win anyway.
0: Yeah, and it's like, it wouldn't take much. After he's done just shitting all over Chrissy, go talk to her. Just go talk to her. You don't even have to talk to Ben about Ben in fear that, you know, it's a lack of solidarity amongst allies. Talk to her. When Boss Rob set his whole team up to just, you know, be anti the other side, and then he talked to them like they were people. Like, it's that easy. Just talk to her. Just talk to Ryan. You know, the three of you probably already resent Ben because you think he's going to beat you. Apparently you resent him so much that you're willing to destroy everything you've built. So if one of you makes it to the jury, that's another vote. Like, he's beatable. Is he easily beatable? Maybe not, but he's beatable. So don't throw your entire game away in order to get him now. There's time, and it's not that important. So... If your argument for Lauren is she just had, you know, a, you know, one bad mistake or Mike destroyed everything for her or yeah, you know, but she's all otherwise a great social player. No, nah, man, she's not because this also happened because of way that she freely talked about an alliance member that she desperately needed at this moment in the game. And it just kind of goes hand in hand with the way Lauren has talked about everybody, which goes back to my earlier discussion. What if she sucks, though? What if she's not this (laughs) brave truth teller complaining about everybody? Maybe she just complains about people because goddamn, she wasn't even warm to her own sister.
1: Hey, in fairness... We've complained about everybody else on this cast too, so maybe she's not that far off.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe we wouldn't win Survivor either, why- otherwise, be- also because we have a shitty ter- uh, social game. Uh, so maybe there's that. That's true. Uh, yeah,
1: hey, speaking of, uh, shitty social games though, how about the queen of the social game this week? How'd you like her handling that reward win?
0: I have two takes on this. Um, that's probably not the maximum number that I'll get to. First off, uh, and this needs to be said before I get to uh, the criticism, Um for anybody who is listening to this, and I honestly don't know if any of our audience, or at least the audience that interacts with us, because I also want to remind people, we actually do have more listeners than those who comment. She was under no fucking obligation to take Ben on this reward, and fuck nope. you for suggesting that she did. And I I heard Big Podcast ask that question. Screw Ben's entitlement. He does not deserve this reward because, you know, he was a Marine. You can respect the troops all you want, but his marriage is not more important than other people's marriages. It's not more important than Mike's marriage. It's not more important than, you know, Ashley's relationship with her father. Don't fall into the Terry Deets trap and don't fall into the, you know, uh, paid pro sports league. We're going to create uh, a, a military moment. Because guess what? If anybody there has any experience from being away from their spouse, it's Ben's wife. And this time, she didn't have to worry about him dying. So, no, he is not entitled to this, and I do not fault her one iota for not choosing Ben, especially because we could all goddamn guarantee that if his wife had just thought a little bit harder about that marble and pulled out the right color, there's no fucking way in hell he's picking Chrissy.
1: So I thought you were so close to making the new, like, you're replacing Terry Dietz's family member scale with your own, and I was, I was here for it.
0: Yeah. But I, oh, and also, it should be noted for Chrissy's sake, that, uh, she kind of did put the bug in Ashley's ear, even though, uh, the, the way she was doing it seemed to, like, be the worst and most awkward way ever. Ashley, you really haven't thought very much about how much you suck and you shouldn't be with these people. Was kind of <laughs> what she was going at, but since Ashley was already going that direction, it worked out. So. Her choices? Fine. No issues with any of them. But the way she went about it is so emblematic of Chrissy in ways that I also want to apologize for ever suggesting that she did not suck too. Because it's pretty clear that she is not a particularly likable person, uh, uh, when playing Survivor. Caveat. Uh, and that, uh, like, everybody reacted. Like, Probst reacted like, oh my god, I've seen you smile for the first time ever. Oh, look at that. She's talking game again. Like, You need to put on the show. You need to do the little dog and pony show, Chrissy, about the selection being hard for you. But nah, she was just like, yep, that person. Oh no, that person. That person. Of course, I feel great about my choices. This is amazing. Why would I ever pick anybody else? That's not how you win friends.
1: You know why? Because... A great social game requires high levels of spite and and a good dose of rubbing it in. So that's why Chrissy is the queen of the social game. She understands those aspects.
0: And I do want to say, like, as bad a form as that was for Ben, because it's important in Survivor to be a good winner and I'm not a sore winner. Uh I, I actually really like the point he made because it crystallizes so much about Chrissy that a lot of us have been sensing and a few people have been trying to scold us about throughout the season. How's that been working out for you guys, by the way, is that once somebody's not on her side, they're dead to her, they're bad. And she tries to, you know, make them villains and vilify them, which is probably the easier way of saying make them villains. And mm-hmm. I, I like that. That's how that works. I like that he called her out on it because that's totally her queen bee persona and that for in order for her to play this game to work against people she has to be a little nasty about it
1: and i love that both of them came out looking like shit in that conversation because ben in that same conversation was like you can't mother me chrissy
0: like "Mm,
1: nope sorry buddy that wasn't the way to handle it either
0: yeah, I know. I actually agreed with her, too. And she's like, what does that have to do with mothering? And you and you yep. got to know that she at that moment, to her credit, even recognized, like, I've been trying to avoid this bullshit mother things for this whole time. And it sounds yep. like there's nothing I can do about it. But I will say when Chrissy loses this game and she is the only person I am 100 percent comfortable saying when she loses this game, it's not going to be because she's a mom. It's going to be because she's shitty to people. Yeah. And also, how fucking precious is it that Ben of all people says that when people are not on your side, you act dickish to them? Like, like, we mm-hmm. haven't been watching him with Joe, with Cole, with, you know, uh, with, with Chrissy. I mean, come on. With Warren. He, he left that tribal council like he had done something great. Right. Like, ha ha ha, I won. Six fucking people just voted for you, and five of them are still exactly. left in the game, Ben.
1: You had a unanimous vote against you. You
0: should have a sense of relief, like, oh, good. You know, I got my idol." He even had a clever line about, "You know, the idol that has power is the one that nobody knows about, or whatever." Uh, but no, no, you no, you you aren't the winner of this tribal council. You're the survivor. So, uh, somebody's gonna win this season, and I'm not happy about it.
1: We didn't even mention that amazing challenge that allowed the queen of the social game to win and get the reward with her family member. How'd you like that thing?
0: So this is what happens and will probably be happening in comments based on my earlier discussion about the dumbest move of all time. People will call something the fucking worst thing of all time. And P.S. How how you guys liking this non-censored version? I'm not sure. Uh, maybe it's better when I... uh Censor just a bit. But they call this the worst challenge of all time. And everybody starts, you know, I've been up. Oh, yeah, but what about? Oh, yeah, but what about? No, no, no. Those were all better. Blair Witch? years better than this. Flying a kite? Yeah. Better. SOS? Better. This is people reaching into a bag and grabbing something and holding it up. Like, as stupid as this is, as, com- you know, as problematic as it is that nobody could do anything about it. There's no skill involved. It's complete luck. Do they not realize that this is a televised event?
1: (laughs) And that's my main beef with it. Like, you can hate on those other challenges all you want, but the Blair Witch Challenge at least gave you some comedy. Like, you saw Rudy going, I don't know. And you got to watch people fly a kite. May not have been the most exciting moment in Survivor history, but at least you watched them make their meager attempts. Like, you got to see the toggy is groggy thing. There's, There's at least some entertainment and or skill involved in all those other possibilities. This was just watching people pull rocks out of a bag. Like, I actually thought, okay, this is like the precursor to the actual challenge. Maybe this is determining who gets an advantage or something. Nope. That was the whole entire challenge. Took no skill whatsoever. Complete luck. And here's the one... Thing that I can possibly think might have justified this challenge in in their minds, I think they might be on to the fact that people don't want to win the family member challenge, and this was their way to prevent people from being able to throw to even try to throw the challenge. But even then, just design a challenge that's better TV. It could be just as stupid, dumb luck, whatever. I don't care. Just make it in, more interesting to watch, at least.
0: Yeah, like this lacked the compelling narrative. Of people picking suitcases out of random numbers, which I want to remind everybody was like a half hour program for like a couple of seasons
1: was like a hit in america
0: (laughs) what the hell man (laughs) i guess we all know where that ends and that of course is the current inhabitant of the white house like that's when you knew america was just plummeting when yelling at suitcases was a fucking hit uh no like this is the worst this is the worst challenge ever we don't need to argue about this it was reaching into a bag and comparing the color and uh yeah, you know, I love everybody for trying to help us out and like, ah, oh, it would have been better if it was purple. No, 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 no. I want no, no turning sharp brand. Yeah, yeah, no association with this horseshit. And by this horseshit, I mean that challenge and this season. uh if they ever go to rocks, you better not bring out purple. What? yeah, done. not
1: this season. We're fine with letting it go this season. No, it can be black. It's cool.
0: So I mean, we um starting just two seasons ago, Millennials vs. Gen X, we decided that a good capper, a good year-end uh, post would be to pick the top ten moments of the season. Obviously, top ten moments suggest, like, good moments or whatever, but also they're just indicative, and maybe this challenge needs to be number one, because I don't know if anything symbolizes the pointlessness of this season better than when the marching out loved ones and reaching into a bag, and Jeff trying his goddamn hardest to sell it, and that just, you, you have to feel it, and just send it To each other, so that you're in tune. And uh, yeah, I I might try to make if they only thought about their marble harder, like a meme going forward.
1: Uh, That was the other thing. It wasn't even rocks they were pulling out of bag. It was it was marbles. (laughs) It was just colored marbles. Play
0: marbles. How about that? Everybody lights up and takes a crack with the marbles. That would have been dumb, stupid. It wouldn't have taken much time, which is Jeff's defense. Is that we wanted more time for the loved ones because you know that paid off dynamite this year um honestly uh when i was watching it and i said this out loud at the time and um shout out to commenter raya who was also uh thinking this it's like i bet ben's and his wife's bags are just all black it's just like this is just them to arrange their you know troop homecoming that all the sports leagues pay um or get paid by the government to host for themselves
1: yeah after those first what was it three or four in a row all went down without matching i was like oh my god, either there's no matches and then we're moving on to the actual challenge after this, or it's set up for somebody to win. I was all ready to believe the conspiracy.
0: Yeah, now, one would hope that Yeah, you know, before that all happens, they make everybody confirm, yes, indeed, I have one black and one white, but if not, yeah, you couldn't uh set something up to throw it more easily. Um, actually we didn't talk enough about Ben's actions this episode, because what do you, th- like, did he do it Right. Once he found out that people were, ta- when he found out his alliance was talking, did he do the right things to try? Is it justifiable the, the, that which Ben did? I
1: mean, it, it was funny that he went to try to talk to Chrissy because he was like, Oh, I've got, I need her on my side now, even though I just, just set that bridge on fire with gallons of gasoline. Um, and she appropriately was like, really? Thanks, but no thanks. I mean, I guess he was trying to pull some votes that he would need to swing that tribal council in the way that he wanted it to go. Again, it was, he had the right idea, the execution a little lacking. Although, I don't know how you could have executed converting Chrissy to your side because she was very resistant.
0: And interestingly, at tribal council, it looked like at least for a moment, She was gonna do it. She was gonna vote for Lauren. Uh, so, and I think that speaks more to Chrissy and that is like, okay, fine. I gotta do this smart play. I gotta get rid of the idol and the advantage. Um, yeah, and uh, again, the scariest of scare quotes for smart play. Uh, frankly, like, I get it why he would react the way he did, but I also think it's indicative of Ben's severe flaws in this game, which is that he is an incredibly emotional person and he is not good at controlling those and if he wins this season he is going to be one of the worst winners ever just for very different reasons than when we usually qualify people for worst winner because yeah he ha- he's voted right every time he's had some level of control now now some of that seems like figurehead control but ultimately after a point if you keep letting the figurehead do what he wants to do i think the difference between actual control and figurehead control is symbolic uh <laughs> they're in control um so he has been all of that, but he just blows up at people and then has to deal with that. And he doesn't seem to do it in a very good way. And, I mean, six people voted for him, so that's how good it was. <laughs> like, like, For everybody who's like, he's such a great threat, we got to get rid of him now. Really wasn't that hard, right? Wasn't that hard to get people to vote against Ben, was it? He didn't have any way to move. He had no maneuvers. So, yeah. yeah front if you're so
1: concerned about Ben making it to the final, you have documented evidence in this episode Every single other person left in the game was very willing to vote out Ben.
0: And he had no outs. I think if you're Ben and you've burned down that bridge, and goddamn if you don't know that you burned down that bridge. Just as he, of course, doesn't know that he's been steamrolling people before that. um Sorry. You can't then go to those people and be like, let's do this. Let's work together now in the 11th hour. They'll smell your desperation and they'll use it against you. What you need to do is maybe talk to your alliance. Maybe pull Devin aside. Somebody. uh, Yeah, he might not know who was saying what. I understand. But this isn't the first time in the history of Survivor that somebody's heard that their name is being thrown out there by people they were working with. Find out how necessary it is. Make a deal with them. Or at the very least, you need to find a compelling deal with those other people. Because, and I'll give them credit, this person has an idol and an advantage is a pretty strong motivator. Except one problem is... Um, how do everybody know that she's not going to play that idol? Especially when he's throwing mm-hmm. that out there. Like, it should have been Lauren has all this, so let's vote out X person. And then Ben knows he's playing his idol. Cause that's the other thing. For the longest time, all like Ben's machinations and trying to maneuver with Ryan, Chrissy, and Mike also kind of felt like he was trying not to find a way to not play his idol. What is wrong with people and trying to save their idols when they know? This go time, man. This is it. This is what the idol's for.
1: (laughs) The sole purpose of the idol is to keep you safe and immune. If you know you're not safe, play the idol.
0: And look, the hardest thing—or not the hard—but one of the hardest things is to know when it's coming for you. Wasn't hard. Wasn't hard for either Lauren or Ben this time. So
1: no, it was. is very apparent. That those were the two targets. Unless there was just some Oscar-worthy acting going on by... Everybody Some of the worst players in the history
0: game. of Survivor. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which was not happening. So you knew you're one of two targets. So good on Ben for figuring that out and just saying, okay, well, I won't be the idiot that holds on to my immunity idol. Although I wouldn't have put it past him.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, it ended up working out because he had that idol. You know, big ups to his wife for helping him find that. Uh, mm-hmm. that's why I gave her an award last week. Now where's he at? Because, you know, he seemed like pretty satisfied by himself. And obviously, you know, he is a front runner to win edit wise and, you know, what people are saying. Um, there are certainly people who are incredibly confident in, uh, calling Ben the winner of the season. Who knows? They might be right, but like, what's good for Ben right now? Because there's still five people who wanted him gone.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how you see an easy path to the end for ben because again we've just seen that everybody's willing to vote against him to keep him out of final tribal or to just get him out of the game before he even gets there um i I think it might be that ben is like low-key kind of a toxic ally just like joe was like you don't necessarily want ben on your side because he's too paranoid and you can't trust him
0: yeah, I mean, frankly, the best thing that Ben has going for him now is maybe that everybody doesn't like him. So now, like, they, they're they like, oh, you know what? Ben actually isn't that dangerous. Maybe nobody will vote him because we all hate him. So why vote him off? And I will say that seems to be a thing this season is that people uh, get very quickly distracted about who is the real threats involved. and. To their defense, it could just be that nobody out there seems like they can win this thing. So why, why, what's the motivation for voting on any of them? It's like, well, you know, we probably should finish off Ryan and Chrissy, but, you know, they suck. They can stay. Oh, Mike's still around, but whatever. He's just Mike. Let's go after our ally, Ben. And now if he sucks, we are like, well, you know, we don't need to go after Ben. Let's, maybe it's time to go after Ashley, <laughs> which we'll talk about a little bit more when we get to predictions next week. Uh, uh-huh. speaking of, Uh, Two people that have so far been unscathed in this podcast, and that's Devin and Ashley, who I still think screwed up a bit this episode, but nowhere near what other people did.
1: Yeah, this is the thing is they were very public in announcing their alliance, but I don't think that even cracks the dumbest 15 things that have happened this season. It might not even crack the top five dumbest things in this episode.
0: Yeah. And I will say, like, I think Devin, if you theorize this, I think there's some evidence to support the idea that Devin has not exactly been killing it in challenges or killing himself to do so. Uh, right. which is fine. I think that's good. You know, uh, he doesn't want to get voted out early, but you know, the move there is to, um, lose accidentally, not like, aha, it doesn't really matter which one of us win. That's a bad luck. That's not very good. Um, and then of course for Ashley, just, just just chill on the Ben thing. Just chill. One more vote. One more vote. That's all you need. And then we can do this.
1: Yeah. But again, it's, it's so hard to muster the emotion to crap all over them. Just because, you know, it's like you almost feel bad. Like, uh, comparatively, you guys did fine. Yeah. You, you, you were stupid. But less stupid.
0: Yeah, no, I'm I'm already kind of revving down, so it's hard to work up any of that. Hopefully my kids can finally get to sleep now because I came in <laughs> a little hot. You guys might be able to adjust your uh, uh, headphones down just a bit uh, as we go into the segment that's just been killing it all season long. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, the heroic healing and hustle moments of the week. Uh, what do you got for the heroic moment?
1: I mean... Uh, we were just talking about it. Devin letting Ashley win that challenge like like a true hero would.
0: Perfect. Uh For me, it's Mike holding on to his high esteem for himself and his game, despite all odds. It does not take much for Mike to give a confessional about how everything's turning up Millhouse. It's just so <laughs> weird.
1: <laughs> I love how, like, incredibly overconfident he is about his game. Like, all it takes is a minor thing. Like, he moved up from bottom of the totem pole to next to last and he's like oh yeah mike's back on top again yeah. <laughs> that's that's it he's got he sets the bar low for himself just as we set the bar low for everybody else this season
0: and to be fair he might not have been wrong about lauren making the stupidest move ever like <laughs> when it, like he wasn't even asking for it somebody had to ask eric for his idol she was just like here take this thing and it didn't even seem calculated it's just like she was having a discussion it was like yeah uh, it would be unsporting of me to be immune tonight. Here you are. Good <laughs> sir. And, um, you know, you've been calling this season, or, or, or floating around the idea that this should be called Survivor You Tried. Mm-hmm. Um, with Mike, you know, always seeming to feel like, you know, he has the right to talk smack about people. Um, m- my thought is maybe this should be Survivor Hold My Beer. Because every time <laughs> we get on here talking about somebody making the stupidest decision ever, there's somebody else who's all like, hold my beer. Uh, well,
1: and if... if
0: Because if, Mike does not seem like the stupidest one now, even though, th- like, what, two weeks ago, I was going off on him.
1: And if props and I think Joe are to be believed, next week is supposedly one of the most crazy things they've had happen, or tribal counselors or whatever. So I'm going to interpret that through the lens of this season as it's going to get way dumber.
0: Hold my beer. All right. Yep. Uh healing moment. I've got uh Ben's winning jury management with Chrissy. Uh nobody heals wounds like uh Ben Dry Bird. I don't mm. know his last name. Ben Ben.
1: Yeah. Um definitely Devin hugging his mom here. Nothing heals a month of hunger and sleep like a hug or lack of sleep like a hug. Um also, did you hear the just music swelling as as bright and beautiful light Devin gave his mom a hug like it was it was treated as though it was the war hero coming home to greet his wife and yet we actually had the war hero greeting his wife and it didn't get treated with the same fanfare.
0: Uh no, I'm sorry. I have it written down here that Devin has got no personal moments this season so clearly that did not happen. It is written.
1: Oh, well, I can't dispute Shout it.
0: Shout out to the edics, by the way. Loving it.
1: Edic is infallible and i will accept that um i guess i i'm just wrong on this one Uh, i'll take my l and leave
0: science uh what do you got for the hustle moment of the week
1: um i'm gonna go with devin letting ashley win that challenge (laughs) um it, it, it probably fit better into the hustle thing more because i actually think it was more of a hustle move it lets ashley look like the bigger immunity threat um, because people will just remember, Hey, Ashley's won immunity twice. I'm sure probes is going to mention it at some point. And Hey, judging by next week's preview, it looks like at least Chrissy believes it.
0: Yeah, that's certainly an explanation for why she might be doing why she's doing next week. Uh, <laughs> this
1: is one of many possible reasons.
0: Uh, for me, the hustle moment of the week was, uh, Ben wasting his time making a fake idol instead of looking for the real one. Um, I just love fake idols. They're amazing, Uh, just advanced level gameplay that we should all spend as much energy as possible dissecting the value of. And holding up. The important thing
1: is they always pay off, both entertainment-wise and game-wise.
0: I need to say this, and I need you all to listen. The only value of a fake idol is to troll people. And I want to make it clear. I'm okay with that. As long as there's no pretense being discussed by the person involved or the viewers at home that this will somehow matter strategically. That, oh yeah, doing that thing is smart because they have the potential for a fake idol. We can pull off this grand move and it's a fake idol. Real idols don't seem to help people that much. But, oh yeah, that fake idol, Stroke of Genius, they're just... The only value they've ever had in Survivor was to make your fellow players look stupid. And I loved it! In Gabon, when Randy looked stupid, it was fun when Jay looked stupid, it was fun when, uh, Dumbass and Micronesia looked stupid. That's all they've ever done! In terms of actually helping one furthers one's interests in Survivor, they are worthless! So... Maybe cross it off your bucket list of things I need to do when I go on Survivor. Oh, I've got all these moves. I got my big plans. Tony didn't even play fake idols, although apparently he tried. Uh The most effective and only effective fake idol in the history of Survivor was somebody having a lump in their shorts.
1: <laughs> Phrasing.
0: And I will say that that actually also backfired once, right? Like, didn't they pick pe- out that... um? that somebody had an uh, idol in their shorts. Was it Adam, I think? It had an idol. And it wasn't even his idol that was actually in his shorts. It was actually a bunch of other things that went in his pocket. But that, the stuff in his pocket told people that he had an idol, which he actually did have. So, uh, yeah. Uh, fake idols aren't a real thing other than an agent for comedy. And I, that's why I actually appreciate it, Ben. I mean, yada, 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 when he was trying to uh pull his bullshit uh ideas of why this is strategically valuable. Well, if they find this, they won't look for the other idol. Sure, if that's the order in which things happen. Um And moreover, as somebody who already experienced this, you know that the season, you don't actually have to look very hard. So even if they had an idol in their pocket and then they stumbled upon mm-hmm. one of those clues that said, idol here, I think they would have followed up on it. Um, the only value, and I think this was his true motivation for doing it, was that he was hoping that Chrissy would look stupid and he could have fun at her expense. Which great! Sure, fine! But don't talk to me about strategy. Please don't talk to me about strategy.
1: And I love that Lauren just hung a lantern on that. Like, he's just out here trying to make Chrissy look dumb, and it's stupid, and it's childish, and it's not accomplishing anything.
0: Yeah, but, and I must reiterate this question, what if Lauren sucks, though? because maybe it's just that she doesn't think idols have any use in survivor. Can't roll that up.
1: There's evidence to suggest that it might be true.
0: Uh all right. So uh what do we think is going to happen next week?
1: I uh, you know what? I I'm just going to give up trying to apply logic because why bother? So next week is Ryan because Mike is an appealing target since he doesn't really fit into anybody's plans and he still has a few friends on the jury. So of course, Mike is safe. Um, Ben is safe because he got six votes against him this week. So why would you vote for him again next week? Um, Chrissy's safe because she is a human tire fire and everybody want to bring her to the end. Um, Ashley barely exists on this season, but will probably win immunity because apparently she's the immunity beast now. Um, no one would ever vote off Devin because he's going to win this season. He's the greatest. And, um, who's even left?
0: Uh, the guy who five people voted for this week.
1: I already said Ben is safe.
0: I wasn't listening. You were talking longer than I like to listen. To.
1: <laughs> and so that leaves Ryan. So Ryan goes home. There's my logic.
0: I'm going to go with the guy that people, five people voted for this week. Obviously, you know, he could work his way out. Uh, a Ben victory for this season with his edit would make a lot of sense, but no, Ben's going home next week because, um, people are destroying their entire lives in Survivor to get rid of him. So why wouldn't they? <laughs> Um, although one reason why they wouldn't, and this is the time to finally finish that thought, is, um, Chrissy seems to have a type.
1: Mm. And what type would that be?
0: <laughs> Next time on Survivor. <laughs> and I, I, I want to, co- oh, I actually missed who wrote this in our comments and I loved it so much. Uh Stand up, uh, because I'm sorry, I'm not uh dropping your name, but, uh, but hear me out though. What if we voted for a woman? And there's only one left, yet that's Chrissy's target. And you know what, now that we're not censoring ourselves, fuck you to everybody who tried to throw water in that theory. Do we know for sure that Chrissy has a problem with women? No, of course not. We don't know anything for sure. We're not there. And even if you are, you need to get to know somebody a little point. But we're not pulling this stuff out of nowhere, all right? There is a lot of circumstantial evidence for us to at least raise the question that, hmm, Chrissy doesn't seem to get along with women. And here we are.
1: There may not be fire, but there is smoke.
0: Yes. So we're not just picking on her. This is a real thing. It's out there. And moreover, it's being said by people who were there. again, okay, so... Stop! I know that you really liked your interview in the preseason, and maybe you like her smile, and once you pick a, a favorite for, like, whatever reasons, no matter how unjustified, you need to just ride or die with that person. But, like, there's reasons why people are saying it. And... Here we are again, next time on Survivor. What about Ashley? All
1: right. So, if you want to follow along on the live blog...
0: I don't know why you would at this point. I've just been yelling at people for an hour. I understand if you're done with us as a podcast.
1: But if you want to follow along on the live blog for next week's episode, you can find that at purplerockpodcast.com. You can join our commenters they got very feisty this week. We went back to over a thousand comments before today even started, I think, Um or at least before the day ended. And we have other stuff on there, Survivor Fantasy Leagues, all kinds of crap. You can find us on Twitter at uh, at uh PurpleRockPod is the show. I'm at PurpleRockJohn. He's at PurpleRockAndy. And of course, you can subscribe at various places, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, blah, blah, blah. Anything else, Andy?
0: I got a music for, I don't know, five of you. If you know this song, let me know. It's not that obscure, but I always like to hear people are picking this stuff out. John doesn't know. As we sift through the bones of an idol, we dig for the bones of an idol when the